Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 67, Visiting with Your Younger Self. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can go to my website at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Pop those earbuds in and listen to me wherever you love listening to your favorite podcast. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. When we were all in quarantine, trying to figure out how to occupy our time, this podcast came into an existence. All my thoughts and ideas really came from when I was sitting outside and listening to music. A coping tip for you today is utilize music to the best of its abilities. There are so many ways that music enhances our world. For me, when I'm outside with nature and I have my earbuds in and I'm listening to whatever music I choose, something happens. This creative process starts to take over. I believe it's because I'm relaxed. I'm outside breathing fresh air and I'm listening to music that makes me feel good. It could be slow. It could be fast. It could be rock, it could be pop, it could just be the sound of the Native American flute. These are all things I love to listen to. And so when I'm in this moment and I give myself time to relax, calm myself and settle down, this creative thing starts to happen in that environment with the music. And so I want you to start to think, How can you utilize music for yourself as a coping skill? That's how I use it. Of course, I listen in the car, if I work out, if I'm taking a walk, just for pure enjoyment. But how can you use music to help you get through those stressful times, those tough times? Okay, so let's move on with this podcast and keep music in the top of your thought process. Visiting with your younger self. Have you ever heard anybody use that term, visiting your younger self? Well, I've obviously, as a therapist, this is a technique that therapists use a lot. But if you haven't gone to therapy or haven't used a meditation technique, you might not be familiar with it. It really is a powerful medium to get in touch with yourself to see what your goals were as a younger person, what your goals are now. And it really gets in touch with what your perception of yourself was then and what your perception of yourself is now. And believe it or not, you can still learn from your younger self. I'll say that again. You can still learn from your younger self. And so when talking about your younger self, first I'd like you just either just make a vision in your head of pick an age. Uh, Maybe it's an age, I would say, at least from middle school up, but you can go younger if that's what you choose. Your younger self, see yourself. If it's really hard to see yourself, take out a picture of that particular time in your life. 
and look at yourself and see how you've changed and see how you've grown. I know when I look at pictures of my younger self, I have a lot more freckles. I still have freckles. I'm a redhead. But I have a lot more freckles. And um, I really, for me, when I visit with my younger self, it tends to go back to my high school times with my bi-level feathered haircut and my curls in the back. And very tan skin because when you live in Florida, what do you do as a teenager? You go to the beach. So when I look back at a picture, I see more. I see that tan skin. I, I see those freckles. I see my blue eyes. And so it's important, I think, to look back at your younger self and to see the age in yourself not as you're getting older, but as all the wisdom and all the things that you've learned. And in that, our bodies change and our faces change and our hair may change and our freckles may fade. But it's the wisdom that comes with the aging process. And so the aging you can still teach the younger you something. Now, I've all know you've heard, all of probably have heard this, the inner child. That's the person we carry with us all the time, that child. They're in there. Whether you're in touch with your inner child or not, they're with you at all times. Now, we're going to do a little technique to help you get in touch with your younger self. And then after, I'll tell you what I've learned from my younger self when I do this. So let's start with this particular activity. Now, if you're going to be doing this, you do need to be in a quiet, safe space. So if you're listening to my podcast in the car, I would suggest pausing it and re-listening to it when you are in a quiet, safe space alone without any distractions. This activity can be categorized as a form of meditation, but it's also a therapeutic skill that we can do anywhere that we can find a quiet, safe space. You can do it for five minutes, for 10 minutes, however long you choose to visit with your younger self. So, now hit unpause if you've paused it, and let's start. You're in your safe place that's quiet and peaceful. Place your hands on your thighs, palms up. Palms up gives a significant representation of letting the energy flow with your palms up. You're welcoming energy into your body. Now, while you're sitting there, imagine this very bright light that envelops you, that comes down through the crown of your head. And this warm light just fills you inside. This warmth, this peace, this calmness. Feel it in your cells, in your bones in the tense muscles in your neck, 
Unclench your jaw and let that warm light just flow from your toes to your fingertips to the top of your head. Now as you're sitting there, close your eyes and envision your younger self at whatever age you choose. Now, typically our younger selves tend to be more naive, tend to be more innocent, no matter what we've been through as a child. And so we look through a different looking glass as a younger person. Now envision yourself, your hair, your eyes, your skin, maybe even your height and your body shape. Imagine your younger self walking towards you. As they get closer, you recognize them. They feel familiar. They feel like home. Have your younger self walk closer to you and now stop in front of you and just look at each other for a moment. Share your commonality, your comfort, your feeling of home with each other. Now put your hand out to your younger self and have your younger self guide to sit next to you. But keep holding hands with your younger self. Feel that connection. Can you actually almost feel them holding your hand with your fingers entwined, the heat between both of your hands? Now you and your younger self both close your eyes and think. Your first step is at your, is at your current self. And I want you to talk in your mind's eye to your younger self. What would you want to tell your younger self? Things that you've learned now later in life that you wish your younger self knew. Maybe it's how to be more assertive. Not to let people step over you and on you. Maybe it's to be a better listener in life. Maybe it's to tell your younger self to show more affection as you grow up. Maybe it's to tell your younger self, learn now the coping skills to help you get through the tough times. Tell your younger self, what you really want you to know at that young age, the age of innocence. Even a child who comes from a troubled home, there's an innocence inside you as a child. What do you want your younger self to know? Okay, now let's switch it around. 
Now, what would you want your younger self to tell you now? Now, this is going to take a little bit of going back in time. Think about whatever age you've chosen. What were your dreams? What were your goals? Where did you see yourself in the future? What did you want for yourself? Did you know at that time, if you are a member of the LGBTQ community, having those feelings of feeling different, but not knowing what to do with it? What would your younger self tell you now about that? What did you want to be? And are you in that profession that your younger self saw yourself as? What goals did that younger self want to accomplish? Sit with that person. Feel yourself at that age. And what did you see for yourself? Okay, now come back to your current self and see yourself still sitting there, eyes closed, one palm up and the other hand in your younger self's hand. You're still holding hands and connected. What have you learned from visiting with your younger self? Have you reminded yourself of some goals that you wanted to accomplish that you haven't yet? Maybe they were things that you really forgot, that you really wanted, but just in the chaos of life have just fallen to the wayside and really not even there in the files in your brain. What have you learned from your younger self? Have you learned to cope or are you still using some coping skills that really didn't work for you as a younger person and you haven't quite evolved yet? Are there some things that you wanted to do that you haven't done yet, those bucket list things? You know when we're children, we're so much more freer and just we don't even realize the limits of some things and how scary some things can be, and like zip lining or, or whatever, or, you know, parachuting out of a plane. And maybe as a younger person, you had these things you wanted to do, but you haven't gotten to it yet. I hope that your younger self reminded you of some of those goals and those wishes and desires. And it ignites that spark within you again to want to go do those things. And if your younger self has shown you that there's a pattern that you have not been able to get out of, of ways you used to cope and deal, and you're still in that same mode and it's not working for you, well, hopefully that will motivate you to find new ways to cope. Coping skills, we have to get creative 
The simple things that we see people do may not work for us. And sometimes when we're tapping into our younger self, it reminds us of things we used to love to do that we don't do as adults because, of course, kids have less inhibitions. And as adults, we start to feel like we have to fit into an adult mode. And so tapping into your younger self and visiting with your younger self can help you bring back those feelings of some things that you love to do. I mean, what is something that's so common nowadays? Adult coloring books. Why? Because coloring is therapeutic. Coloring gets us to touch base with our younger selves. It's relaxing. It's creative, which is why all children color, because they're free. And why can't we be free like that as an adult? Can you think of any other things as you visited with your younger self that you've learned or remembered or has really made you think, I need to change some things in my life. Now, as you sit there for another few seconds, holding your younger self's hand, take comfort in it. Hold tight if you need to. You may even feel your eyes welling up with tears because there's a comfort and holding your younger self's hand, being in touch with you, then and now, they're both part of you and you're connected. And by holding your younger self's hand, you won't lose sight of those wishes and those dreams and those goals and those things that you need to change if you keep connected on a concurrent basis with your younger self. Now squeeze your younger self's hand one more time and say goodbye for now and until we meet again. Now put both hands on top of your thighs, palms up and take a deep breath in and out. And with your next deep breath in, take in all that comfort and positive vibes that you got from your younger self and absorb it and enjoy it and hold on to it. And now slowly open your eyes and become present with yourself in your quiet, safe space. Now stay in the space as we continue with this podcast. This is something that you can do as many times as you want. You know in life when you start to feel like you're spinning out of control or you feel like it's just been such a hectic week that you can't even breathe, that you don't even know yourself. You just feel so out of touch because you haven't had time to really sit and be calm. That's the time to sit in your quiet, safe space and visit with your younger self. Reminding yourself how you're losing sight of what your goals are because of outside forces. They're all around us. We all deal with them. 
It's how do we dodge them and block them and deal with them. It's almost like a video game. And all these things are coming at you. And how do you stop them or push them to the side for now or push it all to the side so you can be quiet and calm and maybe visit with your younger self? This is what we do for self-care. And visiting your younger self is one of these things. Now, when I did this about a week ago with myself, it was very powerful. Um, I did it with someone else talking about your younger self. And then you kind of take it on your own and sit quiet. And I got tears in my eyes. Just imagining my younger self sitting next to me. I don't know. It really brought me back to her and who she is and what she wanted out of her life and how her life went in a different direction than she ever thought it would. And of course, we all learn from the things that we go through and how my podcast came into this moment with my younger self. I was always someone who at, at, at times lived in a little bit of a fantasy world of being someone famous or being a famous author and, and wanting to share myself. And I remember at a younger age pretending that I would be interviewed about my book that I wrote about self-help or romance novel or whatever it was. It was childhood things. And... I realized how, though I veered off course with becoming a therapist and working in psychiatric hospitals, it was that path that I had to take to get me to where I am now with my podcast. My podcast is my way that I have made those childhood goals and wishes come true. Sharing what I've learned as a therapist, what I've learned as a person, what I've learned during a global pandemic, and recording myself and sharing it with people. And I didn't realize this. Loosely I did, but not as concrete as I did when I sat down with my younger self and saw the world through her eyes at that time and the world through my eyes now. This can be a very, very powerful tool to get you connected, to get you back on the right track, or to just kind of push you in a direction that you might need to go, or to show you the path like mine did of how I got here. Life is really interesting and really complicated at the same time. And so... For your last thought before we go today, I'd like you, when you have some time, write a note to your younger self. Tell them everything you need to tell them, or as little as you want to tell them. Maybe it's one big mistake you made in your life, like picking up a cigarette. Maybe you're struggling now to stop smoking and it's just so hard and everyone who smokes would know that, the addiction. 
Maybe you want to write a letter to yourself to say, don't pick up that cigarette. Don't even start. Maybe there were people that you kept in your life from childhood who really weren't a benefit to you. And you want to tell your younger self that. And how you tell your younger self how you've learned to release toxic or to keep your eyes open on the people that you do allow into your inner space. There's so many things you could write to tell your younger self. So make that a goal for you this week. Write a letter, whether long or short, to your younger self. And once you read it, put it away somewhere. And when you're feeling stressed, anxious, that things are just kind of getting out of control, pull that letter out. It's as good as doing the visualization of sitting and holding the hand with your younger self. It's a reminder as an adult to focus, refocus on what that younger self wanted for you and what you want for yourself now. So go out and explore all those wide open spaces in this beautiful world of ours. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Thank you for listening to episode 67, Visiting with Your Younger Self. I hope you enjoyed your visit today. And until next time, my friends, ciao.